0: Pro-democracy protests continue in Eswatini. In an attempt to return the situation to normal, government has introduced a KFU. People are not allowed to be on the streets from 6 o'clock in the evening and 5 o'clock in the morning. The People's United Democratic Movement, Pudemo, made a call on the people of Eswatini to unite in exerting pressure on the country's government to democratize. Pudemo has held a media briefing in Mbabane. It says, the time has come to end the Dingundla system of government led by King Mswati III. Tensions are mounting in the kingdom with activists demanding that the prime minister be directly elected by the people. Pudemo President Mlung Kanya says, it is time for Eswatini to have a multi-party democracy. The people of Swaziland
1: are as clear as they have always been over the decade that the regime of the remaining last absolute monarch in Africa must fall. In terms of the singular royal constitution of Swaziland, the government of the country is constituted by and through the king, who holds absolute power over all arms of the state. Indeed, Pudemo is heartened by the acts of bravery, defiance, and resilience of the people of our country in demanding their full freedoms, their peaceful actions against this blood test and illegitimate regime.
0: The government of Eswatini has released a statement describing the protest as criminal. Some of the ports of entry, especially on the site of Eswatini, were reportedly closed. Acting Prime Minister Temba Masugum has assured residents of Eswatini and the international community that the situation will be returned to normal. I'd
2: like to take this opportunity to assure Maswati and the international community that His Majesty King Maswati III is in the country and continues to lead in working with government to advance the kingdom's goals. Government will update the nation on interventions on the current situation as the day progresses. In the meantime, we appeal for calm, restraint, and peace from all Emaswati.
0: Meanwhile, political analyst Dr. Spet von Lamini says the situation in Eswatini has a negative impact on the economic development of the country. He says it will be very important for both government and the political activists to engage in dialogue to find a solution. This
2: matter at Eswatini really has to be taken serious, and the situation require requires serious political uh, intervention. The amount of, uh, 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 let me say, the looting that is happening there, which has also contributed tremendously towards vigilantism, people are now taking law into their own hands, and um, the silence is too loud uh, from the government to which uh, the people are supposed to be hearing from and that is the one thing that contributes tremendously towards what, what is happening in swaziland i i can assure you that you know uh, for example the returns with my tax, it, it, it it's just really nothing compared to what we anticipate especially if there isn't much of a platform or a dialogue that is created between uh, the concerned parties by concerned parties of course i mean uh, the state and the leadership of the current state and those, of course, who who are advocating for the transformation uh, of the political current landscape in Swaziland.
0: Government has deployed its security forces on the ground to defuse the situation and protect the people of eswatini Schools remain closed. Government institutions will close at three o'clock in the afternoon. Mutiwa Manareng, SABC, Bombela. Now, for the latest developments
1: from Eswatini, we join on the line by Lucky Lukele. He's a spokesperson for the Swaziland Solidarity Network. A very good morning to you, sir, and welcome.
3: Good morning to you, and good morning to the listeners of FAFL.
1: Mr. Lukela. we understand that schools are closed. So, how is the situation in Eswatini this morning, where there were violent clashes overnight, apparently?
3: Yes, there were violent clashes overnight uh, after the announcement of a curfew, which uh, in a very bizarre uh, manner, was announced an hour before it, it started, which was at 5 p.m., and people were expected to be out of the cities by 6 p.m. And uh, only today, where people will at least be able to leave at, at 3:30. Something, again, that is so bizarre that you'll expect businesses by the time to have all closed down and people started moving away from the cities. So people did not listen to this call by the Prime Minister because the bizarre nature of it was that even before he announced this curfew, he then closed down the entire Internet connection to the people of Swaziland. So this was not necessarily a concerned leader. It was more of a person that was trying to hold the other part at a kind of point to do what the other wants him or herself to listen or to, to do. So that's what then angered the people of Swaziland. As we speak, they could listen, for instance the all the roads that lead to the major cities again last night were closed down by the people. So the situation I agree with your political analysis is untenable on the ground. For the first time in the history of Swaziland protest action where the people are literally telling the Swazi government that is enough, is enough, which has also led to a very late uh, audio uh, recording and uh, apology by one of the king's daughters, who is the eldest daughter, Princess Kanyiso, who also doubles as a minister of ICT in Swaziland, who came out on behalf of the king to apologize. Of mm. and literally begging the nation uh, to forgive the royal family. I can simply quote the bottom, some of the things that she said. For instance, although she said it in Isiswati, she went on to say, I know some of my brothers and sisters have publicly said wrong things that are not expected to be said by any human being. She further went on to say, I know my brothers and sisters have flouted uh, opulence in front of your eyes while you are poor. On behalf of my father, I'm apologizing. Now, the question is, if the king is in Swaziland, why would the king abuse his daughter and not be the one that speaks to the people of Swaziland? Because if genuinely the apology comes from him, he should have been the one that addresses the nation. I can safely say to you, Swatland is on an autopilot.
1: Mm -hmm. So are you suggesting then that the king is not in the country? The government is suggesting that he is in the country. The king
3: left the country on Monday night, my brother. I can still confirm. That's why, for instance, we were flooded. I still have the audio from his own daughter. Mm. There is no way that a father will send a child if genuinely he is begging for forgiveness mm-hmm. to the people. Yes. This tells you that the daughter herself may not even be in the country because this order was then later released to the Swazi media in Swaziland and the people of Swaziland I received it direct from herself because I do have her number. Mm-hmm. So that tells you that many of the real family members are out of the country. Mm-hmm.
1: So how do you see the protests continuing today and into the future and where will it stop?
3: Well, I cannot be too sure about stoppage of the protest action, because, like I indicated, that in the history of my own activism that I've experienced in Switzerland, I would say that, spent into 30 years. I've never experienced such a thing. That's why, for instance, I have mixed emotions. There is this one that says, luckily, it is possible to go back home. There is also this other emotion that says, can the people of Swaziland be safe and be looked after? That's why our major call now is with the people of South Africa, is with uh, is in particular the government and Mozambique, to quickly move in and quell a situation that may turn to something that all of us may regret tomorrow.
1: Hmm. What are the people's main demands, and is there any sign that the government will be budging?
3: The the demands of the people of Swaziland are very, very simple. All what they've done now, they've linked their demand to the historical demands of the people of Swaziland, in particular as well presented by the Prema Liberation Movement, Pudemo, since 1983. Number one, unbend political parties immediately. Number two, allow all the unconditional return of all exiles into the country. Number three, Release all political prisoners, including those that are currently out on bail. Scrap all those political charges that were created by the regime. And in those political uh, uh, activists that must be released, it includes a South African citizen that is currently serving 85 years in Swaziland by the name of Amos Mbans. They are then saying to the last one, call for a constitutional assembly. The constitutional assembly will then prepare a constitution for two years that will then help the country into a new dispensation. And again, that constitutional assembly must also elect an interim government that will lead the country at least for two years while preparing for election and all kinds of situations because you cannot just throw a country in into the air. Hmm. There has to be a leadership. That's what I can safely say has scared the hell out of the king to then uh, allow or call the army to move in the street. Yes. What we've just picked up and which now causes panic, not just to us, also to some of the royal uh, members, uh, family who are so, I can safely say, as sympathetic is that uh, since Sunday night, there has been a silent coup that is currently going on. The army now is divided into two. There are those that are saying they want to move in and take over the country because clearly there is no leadership. Yes. There are those that are pro and hardcore and hardliners who are aligned to the monarch. Uh, for instance, I can say, for instance, the protester that it was shot on Monday night, uh, that bullet came from those hardliners. So, Swaziland. That's why we are desperately now calling for South Africa and the SATAC regime. For the first time in their lives, these leaders, can they just move in and quell a situation even before yes. it gets out of hand? Yes. Uh, this is what mm-hmm. we anticipate from neighbors.
1: Yes. From Mr. Mr. Lukelle, unfortunately, that's where we got to leave it. Aluta, continue. Our lucky Lukelle is the spokesperson of the Swaziland Solidarity Network.